With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's the Pompey Pubcast that combines the beers and the blues. Barros for Pompey, round Koshak goes down, penalty to Portsmouth and Old Trafford. Barros tripped by Thomas Koshak, who sent off Lantari do the job. He steps up, left-footed, scores yes. for Pompey. They lead at Old Trafford in the quarterfinals of the FA Cup. Jamalou's onside, the flag stayed down, Jamalou, nonchalant, fantastic, brilliant. Portsmouth Football Club are promoted to League One. Curtis across the face of goal. This is Three Lads in the Pub. Episode 5000, who who even cares? We're at the end, Three Lads in the Pub. Good afternoon, how are we doing? Jeff Harris. I'm good, you? Yeah, good mate. Um, we're, at, we're all happy because it's finished. <laughs> it's, finally, it's finally finished. Ryan Stilwell. Hello! <laughs> Three the... months rest. Three months rest. <laughs> we're fucking tight. No more Tuesday night. Three months rest. <laughs> How long have you been rehearsing that for, mate? Uh, I was in the car on the way over. <laughs> Out the window. People like down Goldsmith Avenue going, what the fuck's going on? I saw people running away from Fratton Park earlier as they were leaving. Um, yeah, it's it. Finally over. Uh, this will be one, probably one of the shortest episodes we do, but I say that. It'll probably be the longest now I've said that. Um, but we're just going to summarise the Wickham game, which ended 2 all today. We're at the ship, Anson. Lovely vibe in here. Very busy on this bank holiday. Ship, ship on a bank holiday is one of the best vibes in town. Yeah, I'm liking it. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, I'm not a drinker, but I want to get on it now. Especially in the sun. Like, it's, it's great come down here. Yeah, it is indeed. Um, great to be here. One of our favourite pubs in Pompey. Um, but let's uh, let's go around the table first. Talk about the Wicking game in a second. Let's waste a couple more seconds. What have you gone for, Jeff? Uh, I've got a flint eye. Okay. A flint eye. Yeah, I swear nice. they just make these things up as they go along every week. Uh, Brendan, you've got a Madria by the looks of it. Uh, what have you got? Aaron? Who? I thought you said fruit juice. Kangaroo juice. Fosters. Um, Kangaroo juices are Fosters. Moretti over here and Ryan. I've got. I've gone for a lager. Be Christ! I've got a Madri for the first time in months. 
Yeah, I know. I was I was shocked when that came out. Uh, I have also gone for a Madri, uh, which I'm well into as well. Uh, right, that's the, the drinks done. Let's go to the game. Wickham, two all. Um, Jeff, summary of the game. I think first off, I'd like to start with, uh, I, I hope Josh Oliuemi uh, makes a, a, a speedy recovery. It looked quite a bad knock to the head, maybe a concussion injury. Um, people were bemoaning, why does he need a stretcher when he stood up? Obviously, the club doctor was on the pitch at the time. If the club doctor calls for a stretcher, then the stretcher comes on. So look, yeah, it, if you if you watch another angle of it, you do get a good look at. He gets clumped. Yeah, it's not yeah. a free kick or a foul or anything. It's just two players going for a ball, and he goes in with his head, and it goes it goes know, badly wrong he, for him. It, and as he walked off that side of the pitch, it was, it was quite visible that he's wearing the oxygen mask and everything else. Um, and what was also notable as well was that Josh's family were in the, in the corner by the south stand at the fat end. Um, and I'm, I'm assuming it's his, his partner or maybe his sister, I don't know. Um, but she looked quite, quite concerned uh, with him. So, um, yeah. Yeah, um, well, yeah, we, like I say, uh, I think we all... Uh, it could have been his sister, Brendan. Brendan's been drinking since 12. Enough about <laughs> Southampton fans, please. It was a rough um, afternoon for him and it, it ended <laughs> in, a, in a rough way, so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah but, but our best wishes to him anyway yeah. but but look the game it's if if today's game proved anything and people were calling for Josh Oliuemi to, to be the number one in January um, that was because the poor kind of run of form Josh Griffiths was having and people weren't sold on Josh Griffiths uh, they were calling for Josh Oliuemi and I think that was because he was the, the best of a bad bunch at, at that time in January. But what, for me, what today's proved is that Josh Oliwemi is not ready. And I'm quite amazed that I've said his name about 10 times and never got uh, it wrong once. You've come, <laughs> a, you've come a long way since the start of the season, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But look, I don't, I don't think he's game ready. Now, that, that is a bit ironic because he needs to play games to get game ready. Do I think he's got a place in the squad? Maybe. Is he any better than Toby Stewart? I don't know. Um, if you are going to offer him another year deal, I think he needs to be loaned out to a League Two side and, and get that experience. I think Olimay uh, has to be from National League. Maybe. Next, next, yeah. next season. Obviously, yeah. uh, loan out Tony Stewart next season to maybe, uh, say, Bogner again or Gosborough. Give, give him some game time, but... It, it's look, we, we either we either need to sign two goalkeepers in the summer, or you sign try and go for Matt Macy. You then have Toby Stewart as your backup, and and Josh Oliuemi out on like, like you answered there National League. At least you can be calling back from the National League. I know you can be called. I know you can be called goalkeepers back at any point because of the clause and and all that. Like we saw with Josh Griffiths, you know, they can be recalled back at any point. So look, it's, it's, he made, for me, he made two errors today. The first one was the simple pass out to McCleary when he should have just fucked it forward. <laughs> and the Three. second one was his positioning for Lewis Wing's goal. This, look, it's taking nothing away from Lewis Wing. That was a sensational hit. And just as he lined up, 
I actually turned around to, to Reese and everyone around and went, he's done him. Before he even hit it, I went, he's done him. Joshua Lee Ramey, he's not, he's not the, the biggest goalkeeper. He's not the tallest, you know, hasn't got a big frame either. And so he was so far off his line that why not? Why not go for, a, 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 you know, a spectacular hit from just inside the halfway line? By, by and the way, went in. That, you know, look, the fact that then stood up and capped that, that was, that was such a sensational Just want to say, Lewis Wing, it was a great finish, but nowhere near as good as Matty Taylor's. Thank you very much. Just yeah, want to yeah, clear yeah. that one up. It did look, give me Matty Taylor vibes, though, didn't it? It was pretty it, much... It, it, it did, but look, Josh was definitely at fault for the first one, and I would question his positioning for the second one. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, think, I think, regardless of the poor afternoon he's had, and it, it was a poor afternoon it just got worse as the day went on I still maintain it was the correct call to put him in because if you can't put him in this sort of game where there is nothing on the line oh wait don't care if you can't put him in this sort of game then there's there's no game to put him in outside of a Papa John's game now you, the, the risk you run with that is you might only get three Papa John's games a year if you don't get out of the group and unless this cursed football club decides to go for a thing that begins with a P you don't even get Papa John's games after that because you don't play in the championship so it's the correct call to have played Oliver Amy at, in a couple of league games where things seemed dead and gone. I accept the decision to do it today. I think it's right. It just, on the day itself, it, it didn't work out for him. But I don't think that he's As we a... saw today, he had the worst of the, uh, the performances. But once again, he was far from the only one who, who was below par. From what I've seen of him, and we saw in the, in the, the trophy games, he... There was no reason not to, like, say, no reason not to play him. He has had a stinker today, and we can all agree on that. And I'm yeah. sure he'll agree himself. Like, but like Ryan said, it was the right decision to put him in because you want to see him. You want oh, to see him tested in the league. There's a dog minutes. at the table. Ryan's distracted. Um, <laughs> yeah, talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Look, it was, it was the right decision. It it was a decision that has probably made up John Massino's mind. He wanted to see him in the league game, see see how he coped. Um, don't, right. There were some aspects of his game that I liked. He came out a bit Gavin Bazuna-esque. He came out of his box. He swept up a lot higher up the field than what Matt Macy does. Um, and and if you are going to sweep up that high up the field, you've got to accept that sometimes you are going to get done. And he got done today by Lewis Swing. He just he just at that point in time had the wrong position on the field. If if you've got the ball and you're in your attacking third. Yes, you want to be. You want your keeper to maybe be outside your box, sweeping up for that long ball. When the opposition have got the ball and turned the ball over, you don't want to be caught on the edge of the 18-yard box, as he was. So, so there are elements of his game, and I can put that down to lack of league minutes, lack of game action. But look, for, for me, there were two mistakes today. Right, food's out. That's it. Thanks for listening to Three Dads <laughs> in the Pub. Uh, thank you for your support all season. <laughs> Oh, yes, Ship Hansen. Oh. Uh, Brendan, actually, it's a perfect time to give you the microphone if you want to speak. I'm going to eat. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. But uh, yourself, Liam, there you I go. must say, what we've seen from, what we've seen from Oliver Yemi earlier on in the season, <laughs> like Cheers, in the, the penalty shootout versus Aston Villa for the... Yeah, oh, yeah. not Aston Villa, but for the extra point yeah, during, nice. during the Papa John's Trophy, he saved three penalties. <laughs> When we brought him in, when we needed him at Plymouth away, when Macy pulled up injured. Why is there you know, still food coming? Um, more food. Good <laughs> gosh. No, I, I feel Thank like Olemi, yes, he's made a few mistakes today. And obviously, it's not, not the greatest 
show when the when the owners are in the stand. His contract's up in a few weeks. Will he get a new contract at the, at the end of the season? I'm not sure he will because his contract's up in at the end of July. But someone just said the shitty podcast. What disgrace! But anyways, yes. So um, yeah, I, I I think we'll see two new goalkeepers as the number one, number two next season, and Toby Stewart go out on loan potentially again. Cheers, Brandon. You're right. How many <laughs> how many beers you had? <laughs> um, but there we go. Uh, we are so distracted. It's, should we just should we send it there? <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, Ryan, your, your analysis of the game, you haven't really given us one yet, have you? Uh, Conor Ogilvy could have won this game by himself. Yeah. Could have had that trick. Could, Conor Ogilvy could have won this game by himself. He could have done. If the competition had been in his places, he would have won that 5-2. Yeah. Like the, I know it's another draw and it's like the 19th draw. And trust me, I'm sick of it because I've watched all the goddamn... Or 20th draw. In yeah, that's right. And I, I, I get it because I've watched every goddamn draw. But this was not one of those draws like... Oxford or Fleetwood or Shrewsbury or whomever else where we've failed to create and we've we've actually been lucky to get a point in the end the chances we've had today we should have buried them it was 19 yeah yeah we should have buried them you th- think the Morel chance at the start of the second half you think of all the Ogilvy chances you think of the two goals we've then scored on top of that we could have walked through this game in terms of the chances we create so it's odd that a lot of our draws this season have come from very tepid football very very flat football where we've scraped a point and actually felt rather fortunate to get one I refer to both Morecambe games I refer to both Oxford games I refer to both Shrewsbury games I refer to the MK Dons game but today was one where we could have bedded Wickham quite comfortably with the chances we actually created it's nice to see us actually play well it's actually nice to see us play well against the top seven sides yeah I, I would agree with that I think it was it was quite dull at points but there were certainly in the second half there were flashes of right let's just go and sort this one out but we just never got around to sorting it out i thought the first half was fairly dull and when the halftime whistle went i just thought 45 minutes to go i actually somewhat enjoyed the second half and i, I, I think the second half was fantastic yeah second half was quite enjoyable and it's it, like the like i'd say a third of the derby game it's been quite rare to enjoy a pompy performance for a while Lim's just Mm. So that ultimately, though, when you walk away with basically hitting twenty draws in a season, or nineteen is it nineteen or twenty? Nineteen. Nineteen, 19 draws in a season. Uh, I've got twenty. It's nineteen. It's, ni- it's nineteen. It's yeah, nineteen. Yeah. Nineteen. <laughs> and that, so, at the end of the day, that is why we are finished where well, we yeah, are. Because we've only lost ten games this season. In a 46-game season, we've lost 10. There are only three sides in the division who've lost fewer. As I said last week, it's, it's not our inability... Peterborough, on the contrast, have lost 17 games, and they're but in the have playoffs. only drawn five. And they're in the playoffs. It's, it's, wild to not, it's wild to lose so few games, but it's our inability to get over the line. Like I said last week, we're not falling short of the line. We're on the line, not getting over. And today's another example of that for different reasons. Ultimately, it's the final whistle blue... I was happy. I, I, I hate it because, again, you know, you might listen to me saying, oh, I'm happy that the season's over and think, well, clearly you don't really want to watch this team. Clearly I fucking do because I haven't missed a minute this season. You understand? I haven't missed a goddamn minute out of the 57 games. 
I want to be happy at football. I want to go and I want to back the team and I do. But after 57 games, which led us to where? Fewer points than last season? You're fucking right. You're fucking right. Finished eighth. You're goddamn right I'm happy the season's over. It's not good enough. We, we drew more games than what we won. So we won 17 and draw 19. We're unbeaten in the last 11. Yeah, but being unbeaten in 11 games and winning three, it's yeah, such a weird... It's, it's, one of the we, yeah, it's one of the weakest unbeaten records you could have. And you look at the teams we played in that run as well. Fleetwood, Morecambe, Shrewsbury, Oxford. Like, you realise that Oxford were... 1-0 up against Aki today. Aki, who were relegated, went 2-1 up. If Milton Keynes had scored a late winner at uh, Burton, it would have sent Cambridge back down. Oxford would have finished, what, on goal difference out of the relegation yeah. zone? But yeah, good point at their place. Like, that is the calibre of sides we are dropping points against. That is the calibre of but sides we're getting shown, 19 draws against. against. Yeah. Like, but that, that, that's indicative of our of our psyche we, 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 we play to the opposition's level Derby we raised our game MK Dons we dropped Oxford we dropped Morecambe we dropped and, and because we just have this inability yeah yeah and we just have this we just have this inability to put our foot down and just go and say you know what we're going, we're going to win this game in the first half. Put this game out, out to Ben. We're going to see out the 45 minutes. Now, as much as I'm loath to say it, that first season under Kenny Jacket, we did do that. We did blitz teams. We did go out there and go and got results. And then it all went to shit. And it's been mediocre at best since that, since then. Top of Christmas. And then we finish outside the playoffs. So what's happened? Jacket's fatal flaw was being unable to capitalise on a good start he'd made. The Messino so far and Cowley from his tenure, it was never being able to reach those heights anyway. Yes, we were we were still second in September, and that's a very good start. You love to be in that position. But I often talk about how long, how long and how gruelling and how demanding a 46-game season is. And once again, we've fallen so far short. These chips are really hot. I mean, the injuries, <laughs> I mean, the injuries haven't helped with that 14 games. There's a lot of key players. Baptiste, Grotty, Pat, Lowry. All not being that tight. All our key players who were in Cowley's when we were top of the league at the back of the weekend when we were playing brilliant and that and then the injuries happened and it all went to shit and as we say it literally went to shit yeah the injury crisis almost like a butterfly effect branched out into so many poor reactions to a crisis and every decision we made on the back of that injury crisis made things worse. That that was the origin point, and things just spread out from there. Blessing out that whole thing was where the appearance of Jay Mingi came to the point where Jay Mingi should be starting every week in, week out. Yeah, I, I'd say the same for Swanson. Swanson was one of the best players in that period. I know a lot yeah. of people. Exactly. Yeah, I know a lot of people. Are, I know a lot of people are holding on to that injury thing. You know, being a reason we are we finish where we are, but. 
at the end of the day the, the reality is the players if they've not been good enough no again the, yeah but even when we've got the key players they're not before they're not doing like Marlon Pack I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest I'm going to be honest there is not apart from Colby Bishop being, being ruthless in front of goal there's not one player that, I can't give a player a season apart from Colby, to anyone else no one's even well, that's come, why he won no every has, award today no one has even come close if Swanson had been fit he would have won the awards yeah. I, do, I really do hope Swanson's injury is, is fine by the summer that, because I was really that's, that's the reality that yeah. no one's been no one's stepped up yeah, and apart from apart from Mingy Swanson and Curtis we've been fully fit since March exactly so there, we can't we, use we've, that I, I'm we've not, not won enough since March either I'm, so. not having, I'm, not, I'm not buying that oh our injuries have screwed us this season we've simply not been good enough on and off the pitch um, do you want your microphone it's that strength in depth that's done us in we, we all boasted in like August how good our strength in depth was weren't we we all said oh how great it is and then we had Thompson where it was, Thompson was injured Lara was injured Pat got suspended and injured at the same time then all of a sudden the midfield shot the bits and then Morel got injured I think a little bit around that around the October time as well so it was, it was Mingy and Tannercliffe so we, we, we were stuffed and I'm not pinning it just on that time but you know injuries injuries have killed us but at the same time the players who are on the bench and who are part of your squad your squad should be good enough to step in when they're needed and get in a draw 1-1 away at, at, at Morecambe or etc and all the other games isn't good enough okay. and we should be winning these games so who's was what is over our second 11 would win league two mine but i stand by it I do because and I, I explained this last week if when you play as League One players in a Tuesday night tin pot competition like the League Cup or the Papa John's against League Two teams your mentality shifts from being a League One player to I don't want to be here this is not my normal this is not my bread and butter routine if you're a player in League Two you have a 46 game season in which that is where your wage packet comes from. The Saturday 3 p.m.s is where your wage packet comes from. That's where your measure of success is, not what you do on a Tuesday night in the Papa John's. I maintain if our second 11 had to play 46 games in League Two, 10 months of Saturdays, and that's, that's what dictates your career path. That's what dictates the money you bring home to your family. They would get out of it because you're not playing you're not playing Barrow on a Tuesday night in the Papa John's. You're travelling to Bradford on a Saturday 3pm with a playoff place on the line for Bradford and a promotion place for you. There, there, there are differences in mentality. It's why non-league players can sometimes get stuck in non-league until a football league player picks them up and they, they rock it forward. The evidence of this is Ephraim Mason-Clark at Barnet this year. A couple of years floundering in National League. No one had picked him up. He's a good player trapped with players below his quality and it naturally affects him. But the moment he gets put into a different mentality, the moment he gets put into a different scenario, Peterborough this season, he won the player's player. Not the fan's player, the player's player. And in my opinion, the player's player of the year award is more important than the fan's player of the year award. Because ultimately, who gives a fuck what I think? It's about what your teammates think around you. Now, Peterborough are stacked with good players and they think this guy out of non-league 
is the best player they've had all season. So I think mentality surrounds much of the everyday life of a footballer. And I think if you were to stick our second 11 in League 2 where it has to be their, their bread maker, they would still do it. Speaking of bread, that's some garlic bread here for me. Thank you. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but because, um, you know, we uh, I just think it would be a different scenario to playing Wimbledon and crawling the Papa John's than playing them on a Saturday. But unfortunately, there's no way to tell because we're not in that scenario. Well, actually, fortunately, there's no way to tell that scenario. I'm fucking glad we're not in League Two. Yeah. MK Dons, however. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Oh, look, go, going back to the game, I thought. Marlon Pat's deft headed to the back post. Got us back in it just for half time. And Paddy Lane. We're starting to see glimpses of what Paddy Lane can do. You know, if we can get, dare I say it, Ronan Curtis back in this side. Get him for, honestly, I think Ronan Curtis is the type of player that will compliment Lane on the opposite wing. I really do. I know you don't like him, Lee. No, I didn't say that. You, that's just your, um, that's something in my eye. Do you, think, do you think they give him a new contract? I think John Massino likes him. John Massino's faced him. John Massino knows what he can do. And I think Ronan Curtis is the type of player John Massino wants in the side. But do they offer him a new contract? I, I, think, I, think, it's, I think it's too early. Yeah? You got, they're not going to offer him a contract until he's proved his fitness. But then someone else could snap him up. Someone else could snap him up. They're not going to take that gamble. He's not going to be back playing until November. He's not going to be back playing, and even then, they're going to they're going to want him to prove his fitness. So, would would Pompey offer him a play as your play deal for the for nine well, months? We, we or, seem to like doing that for injured or, players. Or so. Prove your fitness, play a certain amount of games, and then you get a two year contract. I think that'd be the, the sensible option. Yeah. Um. Ryan, anything to add, to add on that? I would like to see Curtis get a new contract because I don't want this to be the way his Pompey story ends. Yeah, you said that, but yeah. 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 I, I think Curtis has done no, I think Curtis has done too much for this club. Whether you like him or not, he has played for this club since the 18-19 season. He is our overall top goal scorer since then. Apart from basically this season, he has returned acceptable numbers in terms of goals and assists tangible results this is the same thing we get on Owen Dale's back for you can't you can't come out and say Owen Dale doesn't put enough in terms of assists or goals but then ignore it when Curtis has done that for three or four seasons it's 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 a level of hypocrisy that I won't accept I don't want this to be the way his story ends and I know there are agents out there who are assholes I know Omid's not an asshole. I know Omid wants to do right by his players. And I know Omid likes the community of Pompey because he's been on our spaces before. He's a Pompey boy. So he wants he wants Curtis to succeed here. Curtis will want to succeed here because he says he's got unfinished business. He's got a family here now. So I, I want his story to have a better ending than this. But after two years of Jaden Reed. Are we are we adding a? Th- are we are we doing this again? Like that? That's the problem we've got. That's the. Do we do? What's right for the football club or what's right for the community? Like the, the players of the football club. But what I've seen of Jane and replay in the pre-season, so 
before he got injured, he's got potential to be a starter for the team. No, I, I stand by that. I, I've seen Reed play. The, the, the two pre-seasons that I've seen Jaden Reed play, both have both haven't games and online when he's played Bristol Bristol City in the cup. Jaden Reed, I tell you what, this boy, he's he's got something. He's got something. He, he, there is something. Uh, people will dismiss this, but there is something in Jaden Reed. To, to, yeah, he is. He has got an attribute that no other Pompey player has got. He has got raw pace. To, to get in behind yes. and and I reckon because I remember watching having away at this pre-season just gone and Mingi was putting these balls oh, uh, he, he, he's dink, dinking the balls over these fullbacks that's right Mingi won't be here coming the summer unfortunately I love again, again I love Mingi to bits Mingi's putting these little balls over the back of these fullbacks and Reed was touched on, on the outside <laughs> on, on his boot and whipping yeah, his balls Reed. in and it was like I, I honestly believe that, that Jaden Reed has got something that, that we are crying out for. I, I, I would give Jaden Reed another year. I, I give Reed another year. Same contract. Yeah, there's there's a lot who there, there's a lot who will disagree. I know Jeff will disagree. Ryan might disagree as well. Jaden Reed, I think there is a player in there. I am going to hate myself for saying this. Because I like the concept of Jaden Reed. I like the concept of Jaden Reed. I don't get me wrong. But when you say he's got one attribute no other Pompey player has, I'm sorry to say that's not true. Because how much faster has he been this season than Michael Jacobs? He hasn't because he hasn't played. But we you, again, been 46 games. We, he can't even get to the first game. But, but today, My, Michael, Michael, ja Michael Jacobs. Exactly. But today, Michael Jacobs would rather sit in. He'd rather sit between the sticks rather than sit on the left wing. Because Michael Jacobs, you are sitting on the left wing today. You missed my you are point. Playing left winger. Even Michael you, Jacobs. You hug but, the left hand but, wing. Brendan does not understand the concept of move to create. Where you take your winger, you move into the inside channel, you take your fullback with you to allow your fullback to bomb on past you. My my point, my point does not come from the basis of theory. My basis comes from the point of practice. Has, 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 has Michael Jacobs been told by John Massinho, I want you to come inside and and that is he is is Michael Jacobs carrying out the game plan John Massinho has given into him. I don't how know. do you know? I don't how know. do you know? How I do you know? know how do you know? Nico Kranzgar did the same thing in 2008. What's the and I hated Nico Kranzgar back then. Nico Kranzgar is not relevant to this conversation. No, but he, he did the same thing. Not relevant. You're playing left wing. No. Stay on no. the left wing. No. 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 You're wrong, Brendan. Amal Tolis Jacobs came in the fucking in centre because he's told to by John Massinho. Yeah, but the thing is, though. The ball's so, going out to is the ball's right? going out to Ogilvy for the cross coming in. That should be Jacobs putting the ball in, not Ogilvy. It should be Jacobs. No, because the concept is your wingers go inside to create space for your fullbacks to go on the overlap yeah, across the ball. Do you in. know? That's the concept. That's the concept. 
Do, Jeff's a, Jeff's I think, the coach. I let him have it. Jeff's I think you've misunderstood my point about Michael Jacobs. My point was not how good Michael Jacobs been this season. You mentioned the point of how fast is Jaden Reed. What is Jaden Reed's top speed this year in League One? Zero miles an hour. What is Michael Jacobs closer to 15 or 20? The fact is, Jaden Reed might be good in concept, but he is not good on actual grass because we haven't seen it. There have been 132 League One games since Jaden Reed first signed for Portsmouth Football Club. He has played in none of them. We should not sign him. You want to, people moan about the budget that we don't have? Well, we're wasting money on the budget we don't have on players who can't play. What? And again, this isn't Jaden Reed's fault. It's not his fault he has no goals and assists and no miles per hour or distance covered or defensive turnovers made. But after two ACL injuries that have robbed him of two seasons, again, my heart bleeds for the guy and I wish him health, happiness and prosperity in his footballing career. But are we the club to do this again? For a third time? Not for me. He's got plenty of years ahead of him to, to move on. The third time's a charm. Isn't that the famous saying? The third Brendan, we're better in our seventh year in League One. I'm sorry. The I'm third, sorry. The, the third seventh century's a charm. A charm. This, this, this club has got to be ruthless this summer. So I'm sure Jay Mingy's out the door. I'm sure Clark Robertson's probably going. If, if you look at the, the centre-back pairing over the last couple of Let's let's try and save some of this for next the next episode. Oh yeah, obviously the next episode's the end of season review. But look, man, I didn't really this, like club, this heated this today. Club is gonna be, this club is going to be ruthless, <laughs> and we can't hang out, hang around, and pin our hats to sentiment and say, "Well, he could be a good player." Yeah. Sorry. There you go. Um, anything else on today, lads? Anything that point you know, stood out for you? Let's, you were talking about Pack uh, about um, Lane. Paddy um, Lane's first goal, much deserved it after was, yeah. today's performance. And and obviously, echo what Jeff was saying, he's taken a while. I was listening to the radio earlier, and they were saying he's taken a while. His confidence was shot, to be honest. Well, after John, John Massino said that today in the yeah. uh, post-match interview, saying they didn't realise how much his confidence has been battered. So I don't know what Scott Brown had fucking done to him, but whatever Scott Brown done to him yeah. has obviously destroyed the lad's confidence. But he's coming. He's coming to a new team. He he's got a shot of shot of adrenaline. He's 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 feeling loved. He's feeling welcome. Yeah. He's feeling wanted. I'm excited to see I'm, more uh, of him. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and again, I'm I'm excited to see what Paddy Lane can do next. And it's season. the type of caliber of player that we were promised as well. Yeah, I, I made a comment several weeks ago. Said I, I haven't seen enough of Paddy Lane when he first signed, but over the recent weeks, we're starting to see glimpses. I think that that derby game gave him the confidence. That derby game is like, you know what? I can do this, and I can do this at a big club. Let's not forget, coming to Pompey from Fleetwood is a massive step up in, its, in itself as well. So, so if his confidence is low, he's probably self-doubting himself. Am I good enough to be here? I need to prove myself on a beer. I've had a manager tell me for six months I'm not good enough to play for Fleetwood. Why am I now good enough to play for Pompey? So it's a Herculean task to, to get his confidence levels back up there. And today, it all clicked for him. You know, would I like to see Paddy Lane taking on, uh, take on the fullback more? Yes, I would. I want to see him go on the outside. I want to see him get, get to the byline. Yeah, I enjoyed that. And I, yeah. think, I think that's what we'll see 
we'll see in pre-season and we'll see next season. Yeah. One what thing that... What are you saying there? It's like, you're basically saying that Paddy Lane, but he has done better for what the Owen Dell has done in the last six months. No, because I think Owen Dell has different attributes. Owen Dell's frustrating because he'll beat the man once and he'll beat him again. He'll beat the man, he'll beat the man, like he'll beat the man once, he'll beat the man twice. Yeah, but he can't, he won't get his he can't cross the shit and he can't shoot the shit. His two goals, yeah, Pompey, but, but, have been tappings. And that's why he's it. here, not a Blackpool. Literally, the, the, exactly. the ball hit. The ball has hit him and it's gone in. These two goals, Pompey, the, two, the balls have hit him and gone in. But I again, remember he's a player low on confidence. I remember. He was I, a player I, that came to us low on confidence. I caught some, I caught some flack in October when we played Fleetwood. 1-1 at home, Fratton Park. Karima opened the scoring. They scored from a shit defended set piece in the same first half. Owen Dale missed an open goal yes. from four yards. And why was no one talking about it? Because everyone was still in love with the idea of Owen Dale's work ethic. And I get it. I like a player who works hard. And I like the fact that Owen Dale covers grass. But we, you need we, tangible returns on the football field. We all love oh, we all love Milan Barros for that six months. Yeah, exactly. But Milan Barros did not score a goal. No, I never. I never liked him. <coughs> never liked him. Game day after my mum died. We were playing brilliant. Mum died and we just got back. <laughs> I mean, uh, and this. My condolences towards your mum, but. No, I literally blame our town hall victim. And this is weird. This is a controversial opinion. I don't think Tom Lowry's all that either. I don't think he is. He's a tidy box-to-box player, but but he, for me, he needs to end, add more end product. He needs to affect the games more. Yeah, he needs to get more assists. He needs to get more goals. Um, he spends more time on the right wing than what he does affecting the game. And, he, and he'll go on the right wing and he's getting in the way of Rafferty, stopping Rafferty bombing on, and he's stopping the overlap with Lane and everything else. So... Um, We'll, we'll, uh, just some other comments made. That's right. Just some other comments. I can't hear you because all I can hear is them. I, I can hear you. It's fine. And it's fine for you. Uh, I can't hear you. All I can hear is them. Shut the fuck up. Hello. Fuck me. Oh, what? You can't hear me after the fucking screaming match you two had about Michael fucking Jacobs. Pot kettle black. Get the fuck out of here. I'm done with this shape season. Shape podcast. <laughs> People that can hear me on the podcast, I fucking give up. Please save me. I'm at the ship, Hanson. Please come and pick me up. (laughs) Right, let me move on to the next subject. Twice to Bolton. Other comments made after the game because we're still talking about Wickham. Still talking about Wickham, and and Messina made a comment which I kind of agree with. If we play like we did today. We're good. And I have to agree. Thank you. We do tell all we're Wickham. No, but the, the chance I know we didn't we didn't convert the chances, but we were creating more. We looked we looked a different side today. But yeah. we still do. I know. But So if we play like we did I'm today, try, we're gonna draw nineteen games. I'm gonna again. try and take the positives out of the game. Try to Oh fuck off, I'm going home. <laughs> <Still there. laughs> um, but okay. Do you not do you disagree with his comments then? I, 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 I know what you're saying. I, I, I think there's a sense of uh, 
blue tinted glasses there. Yeah? <sighs> hmm. um, you, you got to finish those chances. Like we said, Conor Ogilvy can score four goals today. Didn't. We drew. So if we play as well as we did today, we're going to draw games. So you got to be better than what you did today. Yeah. Today has to be the minimum standard. Yeah, that second half needs to be the minimum standard. But Jeff, if they started, we won 2-0. If they started, we won 2-0. Would we? You can't say that. No. You can't say Apologies that. Apologies if you can't hear anything. It's quite, it's quite loud in this pub. Um, uh, but, but from the first minute, <laughs> all those incidents do not happen because you've got a different player on the pitch. Made, so don't get me wrong. He made some amazing saves. But the... Kick out back to that back yeah, of the net within but, but that, 30 that, seconds. That, that, that scenario would never have played out if Macy was no, in goal. Sir, as you would say, fuck it forward. Yeah. He just wanted to say fuck it forward. Right. No, that's I, not, I said no. Right, Jeff, I say this now. Brother Gay was there with the balls in the forward went, fuck it forward! <laughs> <laughs> so that's Wickham. Let's shut up about that. Are we, um, anything else you want to add on the Wickham game? We've been talking 40 minutes about the Wickham uh, game. I'm, I'm all good. Yeah. Um, so going forward, like I said, this is going to be a short one because I just want to go and cry in the corner now. Um, my stressful podcast I've done, apart from the one we got heckled at a few weeks ago. Um, <laughs> going forward, uh, we are going to do another podcast in a couple of weeks, which is our end of season review. Hence why we've been saving some topics, i.e. players, the performances and whole as a whole. And um, we'll save that for the next one, the end of season review, probably without a manager unfortunately this time um, it's probably a bit too soon to be dragging John down the pub um, I'm sure he probably doesn't want to do that at the moment um, but we are going to try and get some uh, some people higher up uh, to come on the podcast as well we are sorting something out we have verbally agreed something today so uh, we'll, we'll sort that out over the next few weeks Ryan hasn't got a fucking clue what I'm have talking we? about I'll tell you in a minute yeah okay um, breaking news <laughs> um, I mean I did try oh, to tell to you do another podcast I did try to tell you but you were having a conversation with a bloke over there uh, <laughs> but anything else you want to add on today lads so there's no game to look forward to Yay! <laughs> I, I yeah I, I just think we need to sign Deshaun Bernard we need to sign him yeah yeah Ryan get promoted <laughs> um yeah, Brenda gone. What do I say? I must say, we all talk about that Riley Towler. Ta- that that Riley. Right, even fucking worse. Turn it around, right? Wait, there right. you go. Can you hear me in the small bar? Yep. Right, Riley. Ta- we will talk about that Ryan tentative tackle against Lincoln City, don't we? That big boomer. I thought when Deshaun Bernard get sent that bloke to the gym, that shoulder barge into the into the north stand in the second half, I thought, wow. This is the guy that we need to sign from Manchester United. Can, do you remember it, Jeff? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. He remembers it, right? But <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yes. Big dish is a big thumbs up. You for know, me. I, you know, I said uh, if we ever get promoted, we should do a podcast. We we'll have a few more beers. I don't think it's a good idea no, after ben today. Just put us off that yeah, idea. So you have, you're the reason I don't drink. So congratulations. Uh, for that right I think we need to wrap there lads uh, oh it's a dumb and dick features I don't want to do it you got, got features in the eye yeah mate uh, <laughs> thanks mate uh, loads, loads of Spanish you've got listeners fans telling you how the podcast works I just want to get out of it Lo- yeah 
my man came in with the receipts. Jeff, fair so, night, hurry up. Yeah, so loads of Spanish fans were over supporting Wickham. Apparently, they wrote to every EFL club, and Wickham were the only uh, club to respond to them. So they came over from Spain today to support Wickham. Yes, that yeah. wasn't a scum shirt in the away end. No. That was an um, Atletico. Was it? I thought it was Atletico Bilbao. It's Sporting Gijon. I was Bilbao. Sure? No, it's not. It's Sporting Sporting Gijon. Gijon. <laughs> um, there was nearly five thousand traumatized kids at Fountain Park today. The reason why the sprinklers nearly knocked Nelson's head off. Could you imagine the carnage of all the four-year-olds screaming as Nelson's head is rolling across the front part turf? You mean Nelson's not real? Unfortunately not. Uh, Nelson is real. We'll uh, have less of this slander. I was going to say. And then, and then the last one from today. Um, the announcements for Colby Bishop. I love the way he went. And the Armed Forces supports player of the year, Colby Bishop. Ten, ten announcements in. <sighs> Plan <laughs> Pompey, player of the year, Colby Bishop. <laughs> a, a clean sweep. He won every award. Just won every award. Every award. But it was like, but it's like the announcer was like, for fuck's sake, can I just say, he's won everything. Yes, Colby Bishop has received player player of the year award from the following supporters associations, and you basically rattle off a geography quiz. Clan Pompey. Any any other third eyes? Uh, no. Dubbin. So, weirdly, a lot of contenders for Dubbin this week. Good news for you, Liam, because I know you love being here. Oh, get his <coughs> this is the only thing I take notes on anymore. Do it. Do I? Fu- I'm more watching the League One scores than the game at some point today. Uh, dinner of the week, you've got several contenders that go around for clubs getting promoted, relegated, da, 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 da. but dinner of the week has to go to MK Dons. <laughs> from going to the playoffs last year, from losing to Wickham in the playoffs, to getting upwards of £5 million in transfer money from for combinations who? of Matt Smith, and Scott Twain, <laughs> Matt, you know, Matt Soranola for the release fees. To have all that money and to go down immediately the next season when you were out of the drop zone on the final day. So on the final day, you actually drop in. I've been saying for a long time how badly run a football club MK Dons is. It's a horribly run club. A club of that infrastructure relative to its fan base, relative to the money it brings in outside of player transactions, you need to be in the championship because you need to have the away fans bringing 10,000 apiece every game to get as close as you can to bouncing the books. They are now going to be hosting Barrow next season, all five of them. They are in trouble. M- MK Dons will be in trouble. Now known as MK Dins. Oh, I, I don't deny that the, the, the small portion of that Barrow fans exist are good, but they won't be bringing 10,000 like Wolves will or Derby will or Ipswich will. Can I try that again? Now known as MK Dins. And now known as MK Dins of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good riddance. I've got a nomination for uh, double the week. It's to all the fans who unfortunately have passed throughout this year. Yes, because we, we yeah. yes, our our particular. Uh, You're going to get dinner the week. You don't talk into the microphone. My double, so my double week is the fans who have unfortunately have passed for this unfortunately shit season. Yeah, yeah, I, I know a couple. 
of them, sadly, who, you know, didn't make it to the end of the season. Um, and as we spoke about last week, our little ceremony before the game was somewhat less egregious than Derby's, but we've referenced that. Uh, but yes. Yeah, actually, yeah. So... Uh, yeah, a lot. Yeah, a lot less names. That that was really weird at Derby. Had to see how many there were. But yeah, to everyone who hasn't made it, our condolences to all. Uh, I said I, I know a couple of them who, who didn't quite make it all the way through. Yeah, but uh, the painful nature of life, I guess. Um, Dub. Dub of the week with a nice smooth segue. <laughs> uh, Dub of the week. Um, I've got few contenders for this one. Berry or AFC Berry for their successful merger with the old entity of Berry FC. This means that AFC Berry, the Phoenix club, after what happened at Berry FC, will now return to Gig Lane. That's good. I do. I do like Gig Lane. Uh, it's quite a nice little ground, all in all, and it'll be nice to see that Berry gets return there. Interesting to see how they run Gig Lane, being in the lower leagues. It's a big stadium comparative to where they are. Uh, but well done to them. Uh, no, they're tier seven, I think, or tier eight. So they're, they're still no. Uh, National North is six. Well, we at the, they're, um, they're, they're still a bit further. Were you off. with us when we we beat him in the EFL Trophy at that game? Yeah, yeah, oh, three what, nil, yeah. What a game that was! I've been there for. Oh, I've lost there. No, I've were you with, I meant, were you with us in the press box? Oh, not in the press box. Oh, okay, no. I, I was at that no, one. I, I, I've been there for losses, draws, and defeats. Apparently. I've actually been in both ends as well because they changed the away end around at one point. Yeah. Um, Great news, though. I did actually have Dale Owen Dale as dub of the week until today. Owen Dale got community player of the season. So this is a vote for a players, uh, not in terms of what they do on the pitch, but what they do off the pitch with the fans in the Pompey community. For Dale to win it, I think actually if you look into the, the factors of how he's won it, it's amazing. At the start of the season, the day before we signed him, he became a dad. I can tell you, being a dad is busy work. That man ain't getting a lot of sleep. He's on loan. This isn't his parent club. He doesn't necessarily live in Pompey. He'll be going back to Blackpool in a few weeks. And let's be honest, his loan time here hasn't been brilliant. And as the season's gone on, he's had more and more fans basically where the penny drops in terms of their perception of him. So Owen Dale, new father, very busy, very tired, not had a great loan spell here. And the fact he's got a loan spell here has done more for the community as a player by the community's own judging than any other Pompey player in the, in the club. To me, that is great work. Regardless of his play on the field and what you think of it, for a loan player who's got his own personal shit going on, to have time to be that engrossed with the community that engaged with the community I fully applaud that well done Owen Dale again I'd ask how a lone player who's become a dad in August has done that above everyone else maybe a few of them might need to take an introspective look about how they engage with the community or maybe Owen Dale is just the, the very best of a very good bunch I don't know all I know is Owen Dale got it and well done to him but as of today double the week changed to Jay Stansfield Son of Adam Stansfield, who wore the iconic number nine for Exeter, died when he was 31 of cancer. Jay comes on loan from Fulham. Gets a little bit of while to get going, but the story is Jay Stansfield is at Exeter in his dad's number nine as the front man. And on his final day for Exeter, scores a hat-trick for Exeter. Oh, what a boy. Not a dry eye in the house. Brilliant work. That is brilliant, brilliant work. Well done, Jay Stansfield. Your dad would have been proud. Yeah, fair play. That's fucking 
Brilliant work. I love a good dub of the week, and that is a clear winner this week. Any um, any added late additions, Jeff, from you? No, all good. Are you listening? <laughs> Are you listening? Yeah, Can yeah, you yeah. hear me now? <laughs> um, dub and din, that's done. Any other business? Anything else you want to add this week? Or should we, should we leave it for a... We'll leave it for the review. Season review. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, pleasure as always. Cheers to everyone that's joined us. Too many names to mention. Um, but uh, thank you to the guys at the Ship Anson for having us again. Uh, been a great afternoon. Some great food as well. Um, Ship on a bank holiday. Absolutely buzzing. Thank you very much to everyone down here. Uh, Keith and Arnold especially. Oh, it's good if it's great fun. Ryan, thanks, mate. Oh, mate. You're welcome. <laughs> it's over. Um, I've actually heard they want to start the season two weeks earlier. No, I'm joking. Oh, mate. You <laughs> and keep up the good work in the gym, oh. mate. Because um, loving living here in the stories. And Paul Cook's um, Chesterfield have just taken the lead after a screamer, as you can probably hear by the reaction of Jeff Harris. Jeff Harris, thanks, mate. See you soon. <laughs> right, fuck you then. No, no, Jeff. <laughs> uh, thank you. And Aaron, cheers, mate, as ever, for, yeah, for providing the beers. Down. And Brendan. Oh, what's your name, sorry? Mark, thank you very Mark, much. Thank you for having me. C- can I come to the season review? Absolutely not. I think not. the alcohol had you earlier. <laughs> no. Oh, Liam. Um, no, I'm good at... Oh, it's good to have you along, mate. Fair enough. Um, I'm going to disclose the... Um, exactly, yeah, exactly. It's good to have you along in a... Yeah. In a, in a subscribe I'm still fucking three, talking. Subscribe to three lads in the bar. I'm still talking. Hey. I'm going to disclose oh, the... Damn. I'm going to disclose the location of the next recording. No, I'm not. Fuck off. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to Free Nuts. It's over. It's over. Um, if you manage to listen to... <laughs> fuck me. If you manage to listen to this whole recording, I salute you. Liam it, has is, a it has been painful to listen to, but thank you very much, as ever, Liam for listening. Has a to three lads in the pub, please help me. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.